0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the show where we're understanding and learning both the technical and non technical aspects of investment banking to help you in your recruiting process. Now, we've been talking about enterprise value a lot. We're continuing that streak here with today's episode. The first topic that I want to cover is this concept of negative enterprise value. Is it possible for a company to have a negative enterprise value? Now, remember, we gotta go back to definitions to think about this. So what is enterprise value anyway? Well, we know that enterprise value is the sum of a company's equity, plus a company's debts, plus a company's preferred stock, subtracting out cash, but also adding non-controlling interest. So thinking about all of those variables, are there a combination Of variables in that equation that would lead to a negative number in that equation? Well, if we think about it, the answer is yes. Yes, it's possible. If we consider a scenario where a business, for example, has no debt, no non-controlling interest, very simple business, but it has a lot of cash. Now imagine that that business is publicly traded and its stock price plummets, wiping out tons and tons of equity value. So In this scenario, if we look at our equation, we have a small amount of equity minus a large amount of cash, and that could result in a negative enterprise value. And what kind of scenario would cause this to happen? Well, think about a company that's on the verge of bankruptcy or a business that's doing just fine from a cash perspective, but all of a sudden for whatever reason, gets a lot of negative market sentiment, pushing its stock super low. And you see this all the time in the stock market where there's company-specific news that's negative, industry-specific news that's negative, or even just general economic, like stock market-wide crashes that happen in the span of a day or a week or a month. And it can pull the prices of some firms down really, really low, sometimes to the point where the stock price is actually lower than the cash on the books of the company. <laughs> and those situations are, um, are an interesting kind of investment scenario that used to be a lot more prevalent back when the stock market was less efficient way back in the early mid-20th mid century. But you don't see that as much these days, but sometimes you still see it happen. So yes, it is possible to have a negative enterprise value particularly if the company has a large cash balance and particularly if the equity value is super low uh, or sometimes both can happen. So that's how I would think about it. The second thing that I want to discuss today is the concept of negative equity value. Is it possible for a company to have a negative equity value? Now remember, what is equity? It is the ownership of a company based on its stockholders. So we know that there are shares outstanding for a company, and we know that the number of shares outstanding multiplied by the stock price equals the equity value. So based on this very simple equation, how could we make it negative? Well, we know that shares outstanding can't be negative. You can't have a negative amount of shares that exist. Okay. And we also know that you can't have a negative stock price. Your stock price is either $0.00 and 0 cents or somewhere above that. <laughs> so based on this rationale, we cannot have a negative equity value. It's not possible. So that one is very simple. Now, the third topic I want to talk to you today is about preferred stock. We know that preferred stock is one of those components in the enterprise value calculation. And we know that it's added to help calculate EV. EV why is preferred stock added now first of all let's remember recall what preferred stock is from when we defined it a couple of episodes ago preferred stock it's a type of security that is kind of like debt but it's kind of like stock it pays a fixed dividend um, but really it functions like debt and so because we add debt to the enterprise value calculation we're also going to add preferred stock Remember that debt must be added to the calculation, assuming the entirety of the debt must be repaid as part of the transaction, which is almost always the case. So because preferred stock is essentially functioning like debt, when we assume a transaction takes place, we assume that that has to be paid off. Therefore, it is added to the enterprise value calculation, just like regular debt is, regular loans or regular bonds. So that's a quick note there on preferred stock. So that's some notes on the concept of negative enterprise value. Yes, it's possible. Negative equity value. Nope, not possible. And preferred stock, it's added to help calculate EV because it's essentially a type of debt. So that's what I got for you today. My name is Alex Mason, and this is Investment Banking Insights. Now, in the next episode, what we're going to be doing is talking about convertible bonds. And it's going to be a little bit uh, of a conceptual exploration of what that means. And then we're going to be doing a calculation on the episode following that. So join me next time for that. This is Alex Mason and have a great day.